On today's episode, Dave interviews Frangela. Frangela is Francis Collier and Angela Shelton. They're best friends who have done their Idiot of the Week podcast, their pop culture pundits on NBC's The Today Show and Dateline, Fox's Mike and Juliet Show, CNN Showbiz Tonight, and Headline News. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, mm-hmm. and they re- the they really some people really put a lot of work into it. Yes, they yeah, do. They got the they mic do. things that are working. Yeah, yeah. we had those that. once upon a time. What, yeah. what happened? We, what happened? We, we oh, lost we, the white lo- boy. we lost that white boy. We we yeah. we had the we have the equipment, but we lost the white boy that worked it. Who knew how to work oh, the equipment? And, and so, yeah, we keep losing white boys. Is I mean, are <laughs> you doing this at the? Uh, no, not those guys. Not uh, not side not show. Our guys. This pre side show, way before post radio show. Yeah, uh-huh. we were doing it, and we got this this really nice little white boy, yeah. uh-huh. and he knew how to do all the the techie techie clickety clacks, right. clickety clacks, and then he um disappeared. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I think he got a meth problem is what I think. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Didn't, didn't answer his phone, yeah. was missing, kind of would stop going to work. People, like, yeah. just like out. Just yeah, they do. I'm going to tell you who's worse than, like, those guys. It's mm-hmm. always, when was the last time you found somebody who can do, like, um, web work? Right. When was the last time? You can't find that guy. You know why? That guy keeps on going. Right. Keep you keep oh, losing right. that guy. Right, right, right. And he's he's word. interested in one thing and that is keep on going. Yeah. yeah exactly. And then they get defended. Like every time we get a new web person, they're you know, they're all oh I'm here, I'm gonna be updating, I'm here for whatever you need. But then like like, I don't know, within six to eight months, you call and you're like, hey, we wanted to put this on. And they're like, I don't do that anymore. Yes. Like, offended. No. I yes. don't do that. And I'm like, yes. it's not porn, dude. It's a website. And you don't like, want to have what? a friend do it because they're not going to fucking do it either. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And you they're going to go, mm, uh, I don't do shit for free anymore. <laughs> exactly. Know. Exactly. Not, I, I appreciate you guys doing this. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't do, I don't do shit for free. It's really... I had somebody call me up the other day uh-huh. and say... No, I had somebody the other day say, oh, I got to be careful with this because I don't know who listens to this. And I got... We've oh, we've, there, we've done that. Oh, we've yeah, busted yeah, yeah. ourselves. We've oh, we busted that cherry so we, many times. Have you know, to I have to say this, and I don't know if she's going to hear it, but I, I, I got an email from somebody saying, oh, I was in Asheville, North Carolina, where Katie moved. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Where Katie moved, mm-hmm. and um, she told me about your podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's great." <laughs> no, that's not great. No. That's not great because I don't talk shit about her, but right. I say things like, "That was an angry person. Mm-hmm. I'm not in that relationship anymore." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't heard you say anything like, "No, you know, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know." But but the but the, the idea of uh, the idea of watching what you're saying. There was somewhere else I was going with this. Um, watching what you're saying, being careful. Oh, somebody asked me to um, do a drop-in class. When mm. I say it, to do a drop-in class mm-hmm. that's donation only, and, right. and there's right. no guarantee of how much I'm going to get mm-hmm. on that. Right? Like, no. Well, that happened. You, to, go ahead, go ahead. I was say, that happened to my husband recently. He was asked. He's, somebody said, "We would. We heard some about your teaching. We would love for you to come and teach. We want to come come by." Da, 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 da. Big company here in Los Angeles. He comes by. They say, "Can you teach for us this afternoon for free?" No. He and he was like, "No." no. Let's review basic capitalism. <laughs> okay, well, this also, is how this works. I also feel though that. Certain ones of us don't feel that we deserve it. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is the problem I have, and this is actually a big pet peeve of mine, and I'm done with it for 2014. 
This is the move I'm the most sick of. The, hey, I was just thinking about you and I thought it'd be a lot of fun for you to come do this thing that can only benefit me that you've never showed an interest in before. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's stop telling the lie where you were thinking about me. Right. You need a favor. And here's my thing. I'm all up for a favor. Yes. Just say, hey, Ange, could you do this? Could you guys show up and do this for me? I'll right. do, we'll do it. Right. What we'll I resent it. is the, the lie dance about how it's for us or we're going to get something out of it. I had a friend who I don't care if she hears, who said, who literally just said to us, wrote to me, hadn't talked to her in a long time. Hey, I was thinking of you and Francis. I'm working on this show about hair and uh, the, about this hair salon. And I was thinking you guys might like to come on and you could get a free haircut and get a, you know, get your hair colored, whatever you want for free. I thought it'd be fun for you. And I'm like, no, you would like, you need us to come on the show. We're people you can contact. And you, and let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know you're, we're going to show up and be funny for your show. For your, we're going to do right. whatever you need. So right. just say, hey, could you do me a solid and come be on the show? Because there's no money. Like, it's a free thing. When you know? you're asked to be on a show. Yes. When you're guesting on a show. Like, mm -hmm. like, like you guys do this a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you're paid for that, aren't you? In general, some, yes. Some things. Some most things. things most, I'm going to tell you. In recent times, we try not to do things that are for free. Right. You know, unless we like the person. It's or a, it's a, it's We it's like a the project. It's you a know, project. It's, it's for a good cause. You know, there's there's things because this is the thing. And somebody brought this I up. I brought it up just a few weeks a, ago. A couple weeks ago. She said, Angela said to me, she says, I think we need to visit. Revisit saying yes to everything. The philosophy of yes and. Got it. Which we tend to live, we've lived by in a number of ways. Yes. But I said, what I'm noticing when I review the actual info is that it seems that paying jobs beget other paying jobs and non-paying jobs beget other non-paying jobs. And I'm not seeing a lot of crossover. No, I get it. And as a performer, and as people who we are gig to gig, right. I don't care how wealthy or successful you are, you still are gig to gig. Mm -hmm. You know, like it is like you get to this place where you're like, like I said, I will. I have no problem. I love showing up for people and for things that I that are good or that I like or for friends or friends of friends. But call it what it is. I call totally it a agree. favor. But I also I, I <laughs> like, believe this too. I believe mm. that that there's a larger there's a larger picture here, mm -hmm. and the larger picture is that energy that you yes. put out. Yes. There. And and I feel like like you know having known Martin Demott, and we talk about Martin a lot on the show. Martin Demott and and the idea of um, what is it that you want in the world and coming back at you? Yes. Opening yourself up for these possibilities mm -hmm. and shit coming That's back at you. That's why we say yes. And we do love the do so much of the stuff. I yes. get it too, but there's also, I'm I'm not going to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And my saying no, it's not my saying no. It's right. my saying yes to mm. my, yes. the way that I live my life. Yes. And I think it's really important that people go, you know what? Yes and is all great. But yes and is you also, there's, there's a different feeling of yes mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. And I'm not denying you and, right. and your greatness exactly. or, what, or your show, whatever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. But we, high tide rises all boats. You know what, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Nice. And if all of us go, if all of us say, no, I'm going to fucking get paid. Yes. <laughs> or I say preach, it all the time. Preach it. Preach. preach it. I say it all the time. It's like, you know what? If we, we all don't fall in line. That's right. Well, that's what a union is. Oh, I know. Hello, hallelujah. Okay. Don't make me stop speaking it's a really in tongues. Hard... I'm in the kitchen. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you oh. something. I, this is the problem with one of the difficulties about this community, about acting, mm -hmm. is that it is a really hard group of people to organize because the everybody thinks that they are going to be Julia Roberts or whatever, or right. that, that's at least potential. And the fact is, it is. 
you know, that like people, the reality is what we do, one of the amazing parts, and I think sometimes scary parts of being an, a performer, an artist, is that one call could change everything. Right. Yes. And I cannot look at anybody and definitively say, you're not going to have that experience, right. or you are, because anything can happen. Oh my yes. God, we've all seen it. We've we all know. seen we've it. All we've seen. All, it's all happened to us. The person we least expected yes. becomes the biggest or whatever. Yes. The person who you really knew would be a hit, ne- yes. nothing goes anywhere, yes. you know? I, I thought we're thinking of, of like the same The same, yes, yes, exactly. And okay. you just, you don't know how it happens. But so I can't say no or... and. Or yes to any, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But the problem with that, that pseudo promise is it's like this magic lottery ticket out there that, so it's really hard to get actors to do things like stand united and say, we are not going to improvise on commercial auditions. We are not going to um, write your show for you for free and not get writing credit. Right. You know, that's that's how we as improvisers get You know, because we get that all the time. It's, you guys are so funny. It'd be fun for you. And you know what? We don't want to hem you in. It's easy for you guys to come in and just go two hours and, you know, and write this portion of this show. <laughs> yes. I swear to God. And, and when it's worth it, it's worth it. When it's a good project and it's fun and, and stuff like that. But right. um when it's you know, I have a problem when it's a huge corporation. Oh, you know, I <laughs> so like and here's but here's another thing and yet here's this thing. Is the idea of going, what is my worth because there's no scale to what right. I'm yeah. doing. Right. So so somebody says to me, uh well, I want you to um I want you I want you to coach these two stars of this mm-hmm. network TV show. Right. All right. And mm-hmm. I and it's like, okay, I'll do that. What's your price? Right. And uh and I go, well what what is it that you want me to do? I talked exactly. about it what is it that you want me to do? It's like, okay, good. What's your price? It's like tell me what you want me, me to do. do. Right. What yes. is it that you want me to do? Yep. And I was having this discussion with Damien Fahey who mm-hmm. I know that you guys worked with. Yes. Uh, Damien uh, mm-hmm. host of um Yeah, yes, you, yes. Uh, uh, the celebrity. Yeah, he was one of the hosts. He's. We never got to. We never got to see him there. But when we got back. Uh, Oh yeah, Damien. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Damien, I was talking to Damien about this and the idea that this guy, this guy that I was dealing with, never. He was like, okay, but what's? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna fucking do this because you're a big corporation (laughs) without knowing what the fuck I'm going to do. And sure enough. I dodged a bullet on that. Yes. You know what we learned recently working on another project? Uh, It's like. Especially when the, you, because this is the thing, because you're good, you're great, people, your name, somebody, your name's on a list. Right. Somebody calls you up and says, hey, we would want you, you don't want to come work on this project. So generally what happens for, for people who don't do this is you get that phone call and they make you an offer. And, um, and so one of the things we said we will never do again, because usually it's just a lot of talk. Back and, and know, forth, somebody might yeah. be not negotiating for you, but if you're negotiating for yourself, Sometimes, as a writer or whatever, you know, you come in and you say, but now you have to say, not only do you have to give me this offer, but you have to send it to me in writing. Right. Every time we go back, it could be an email. It could be an email. Lawyers don't have to touch it. But we're not going to be confused about three weeks in, I'm not going to hear something like, oh, you wanted to get paid? Right. Like, that's (laughs) that's not going to happen again. And it's got, and we got, here's another (laughs) thing to say. This is so awesome because, again, it goes back to what's our worth. Yes. And we are in charge. And it's an Eleanor Roosevelt thing where you yeah. go, you, te- you, know, you, show, you teach people how you want to be true. Absolutely. I'm that. But it's the That's idea what she of it. it <laughs> I would like to have known her. Well, I know she would be really fun. I, would, I think this is going to sound weird. I think I wouldn't, I don't say this very much about people. She's a person I think would like to go camping with. And I fucking camping. hate camping. Ah! 
Yeah. What an interesting can. choice. And it's an int- like for me, I think. Why? Why that? I think that is we'd it away sit from distraction and talk, just talk. Right. Yeah. We just sit around a fucking fire and talk. You and wouldn't it wouldn't be camping. Yeah. It'd be glamping. Yeah, yeah glamping. So I was gonna say because that can happen in a hotel bar. Yeah. But that does not. <laughs> but I'm getting back, I, I I feel like there there are things where I have to put everything in writing. And yeah. if you don't want to put it in writing, you're scaring me. Yeah. If you yeah. want to go, well, we're going to figure it out. It's like, no, we're not going to fucking figure it out. No. Or we're going to figure it out now. And it's also, I'm not ashamed to say money. Money, yes. money, money, money. Well, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, it's a part of the process. It's like, I can't do, I, my things don't work differently for me or in you. Like, it's not like my, I can't go to the electric company and be like, look, I'm really creative. Right. You know, yeah. um, I'm very funny. Me and my friends yeah. have some really, really cogent commentary yes. from on a range of topics, from yes. pop culture to politics. And they go, cool, then when you've got that money, just let us know. Right. That's just my life works the <laughs> same as everybody else's. You right. know, yeah. it's like everybody poops. Right. Like yes. everybody has to pay the electric company well, at some that. point. You think the title of the book is Everybody Poops. Mm. What is that? Everyone Poops. Everyone. Why the fuck would they do that? Is that you a grammar I mean? thing? I, I don't know, but it's it it is about how everybody poops. Well, it's your yes, body. That's why you think everybody body. would make more sense. You know why? Go everyone poops. Right. You know why? You know why? Because we're smarter. Who's we? We are. It should be everybody. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're smarter. And you know what I need to do? What everybody, and what I need to have happen now is for everyone to take that book that they have and back to the publisher, cross it no, out, take it back, burn it. Burn it and tell them to read to fix it. Okay, let's fix talk it. about let's talk about levels of anger being appropriate to the situation. You know what? Okay. This is the way. Union. I, I'm listening to you guys and I'm listening to a lot. You Your guys, normal your everybody matches my fucking I'm telling you. Is on fire. Yes. This is I the never dude. tire. Yes. Feel something about something. Well, that's our choice. Feel something about Feel something. something. Choose to care. Right. I had somebody the other day email me saying, oh, you got, um, boy, you're really passionate about this thing. It's like, fuck, aren't you? Yeah. Why the fuck aren't you? Yeah. Dude, I don't, this thing, we will get passionate about anything. And I think, like, in terms of commentary work, you know, when you're, that is the thing. I remember, like, on Best Week Ever, mm-hmm. there was um, very talented, funny people, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of kind of the same note. And there's yeah. this thing in comedy, a lot of stand-up comedians have this sort of dry, I'm above it, sarcastic, sardonic, detached, detached thing. We're in it. Yeah, we're, yes. we're in. We're in. Because yeah. stand-ups do this. They, they, I'm putting my hands out like this. They go, right. Isn't judge, it yeah. weird that you have you ever noticed? But what we do is we go, we hug. No. Yes. We fucking we're hug. In. Yeah. This, this is our experience, exactly. and I'm, I'm putting my arms around everybody. Exactly. And the way that we're collective. No. And the people that I love. Have you guys done? Have you heard of uh, Troy Conrad's show Setlist? No. no. Okay, this is the show. It's mm. going to be at Second City, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's Second City or IO. This is the show. They have stand-up comedians who do like Rick Overton mm-hmm. and Paul Benza and those guys. And uh, Troy talked about it on the show. So, it, and they'll have these guys who have set lists. Yeah. And they're set. Yeah. Their lists, their comedy lists are set. And they put them up in front of an audience mm-hmm. and they do this. Behind them is a screen. Yeah. And that's their set list. Nice. Then they have to improvise. That's great. Their fucking set list. Oh, baby, I'm awesome. telling the shit about that. Oh, that's awesome. why I thought you guys awesome. would fucking love it so much. Oh, well, I, I want to see that. Awesome. I'm telling you. Oh, please. I'm going to talk to him. He, I'm going to talk to him. He also, oh, a, he also does a fake TED talk. 
where what you read from and then the monitor just stops yeah. it's like there's something wrong with the teleprompter that's it great. stops and then you've got to bullshit your way that's through great. that's awesome right back that's great that's but great all of us are able to to the people that are like to be around the people that are able to um manipulate yes. and just live with that situation but standing on the outside you're not you're you're not you're not here no, no it's interesting because we do a lot of stand-up right now and we do a lot of college shows and i love the college shows as opposed to the club shows for a lot of reasons one um you do one show at a college for sometimes more money or about the same that you would have had to do eight at a club <laughs> so right away economically it's a better gig but What's amazing about it is you're in the moment, you're with these kids, you're, it's a way to sort of know what's going on with a group of people who otherwise we wouldn't know what was going on right, with yeah. them right, at all. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun, but one of the things we learned, we go to uh, NACA, which is, yes. you know, and uh, we are MCs all the time. Mm -hmm. And people for, I mean, every time we could do it, they always compliment us afterwards. I'm not, this is not just to compliment us, this comment, but they always say, you guys are such great MCs. You're like yeah. the best MCs. I wish I could, you would come on the road with me. All these musicians, a lot yes. of people who've had hits and stuff. And I was like, finally I asked, I was like, what's it that normal MCs do? Because all we, we they give us their intros. You know what I mean? They write them out, we read them, we say, hey, next up, whatever. But I was like, I don't feel like we're really doing that much. And and people were like, people come out. And then when you're the MC, that you put your time is part of that in right. between each act. Right. So I guess other people, when they get to read the intro, they do next up is uh, Damien, whatever, he's yeah. gonna be singing and that's it. And it's so amazing to me because we look at that and I go, you're still in front of the audience. Right. Yes. You're in still fact, performing. And in fact, I don't understand the, the, the performance is, is that you, you go even above and beyond. Right. right. Because also- We sell that shit. Yeah, you, you go, I'm not only am I gonna sell me, I'm gonna sell you. Right. We're like, That's ladies, get your panties ready to pull them off because yes. we've seen these boys backstage. <laughs> yes. Like we are going to sell that shit because we're still performing. Right. Yes. And I find it really weird that people, but what I've found is that, uh, not to make this blanket generalization that I am going to make, that the people who have a very structured stand stand up background and that's it they they seem to be the people who get stuck in that yeah you know you seen, you've seen overton oh i work yes. with i i play with overton all i'm gonna be playing with him at the san francisco sketch festival you guys yeah. did, i do totally you did, looped with them uh, right you do totally loop or do right. totally mm -hmm. loop with he's one of these guys that you go what's improvised and what's written right yeah and when you go that you go ah oh, he's a thousand miles a minute oh my god he you know for and do you know his background no, not a lot. I know a few His things. dad was a producer of Thelonious Monk's music. Oh, oh there we go. So I love Thelonious oh, Monk. Okay. Oh, my God. His dad that is so much sense. Where, where <laughs> yes. went. Miles Davis okay. went. Okay. There that. we go. That makes but sense. But you look there at me you know, and, 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 and what's his name? It's like Towns, Towns Overton or something mm, like that. Wow. But That's a great name. Fuck, I don't know that it was that. Yeah. But it was one of those names where you go, like, it's a name or something. place. So... But looking at people like that and being able to go, I don't know. And Robin Williams is the same way, although I don't really, you know, I don't really follow him. But he's that same way. I get it. My dad was a jazz musician, mm -hmm. and so if there is something about be growing up with jazz and improvising, and you know, my husband and I would talk about it. His father's a jazz musician. My husband started improvising at eleven. I started improvising at fifteen. There's something about it about making those types of connections. Right. And, and it's funny that neither one of us are musicians, but we chose to take improvisation in a different direction. And then also this, I have to say this about what we're talking about, these types of people. We're people who have content. 
We have a point of view, mm-hmm. we absorb. Right. We pay attention to what's going on in the world. Right. You think about doing a set at Second City, you know, and being, and really feeling like I need to know one or two lines about a bunch of different authors. Right. I need to know, you know, you feel like you've got to know a bunch the of The zeitgeist right. of, you know? of the world. And, and, and you so you get, fit, you get full. The thing is, is that sometimes a lot of people who are doing this business don't have that content. Right. Right. They stop being curious. They stop it. They stop learning every day. Angela, and I, I will. I guarantee you, we learn something and call each other. This is why we have a wonderful friendship because there's always something different and new. I mean, I was sitting there talking about Barnes one day and and Barnes, 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 Barnes. Chris Barnes. No, just Barnes. Right. The building. <laughs> Fucking Barnes. Right. The building that you associate. I'm a black woman from the west side of Chicago. I want to. I want to tell you, I didn't listen that hard. No, you did. <laughs> but I went through a whole thing about labyrinths for a year, and oh she my God, was really that was over that. Really hard year. That was a hard year. That was her go-to topic. You really yes. got, <laughs> but it was ironic that you got caught in. I got caught in the labyrinth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, I totally believe that. And when you look around here. There's just so much shit around here in my apartment that I have like putting up and, and things that are over here. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and what I love about that, and oh, this is what happened. Um, my uncle, we had to get him out of his house and I've got all of his artwork mm-hmm. and, and I, I put it on the floor. Lovely, yeah, yes. I put it on the fucking floor. You know why? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? It should be out. It should be out. And that's the whole thing. The the why the fuck Mm. not? Dude, I had a friend years ago. She had a room in her apartment. Um, I should say she suffered from chronic depression, but she had a room in her apartment where it was filled with photos of people, Um, friends and family and smiling and just uh, everywhere photos up and down to the floor and she called it her love room Mm -hmm. and she said you know I was looking at photo albums one day and I thought why do I keep these where I can't see them right put them up right you know so I can look at them and come in here and feel good and look at the people I care about yeah remember that time this happened let's take a moment to let everybody hear what that was Mm -hmm. because I think right there the idea of what do you have in your closet what books do you have um if you walk through the wall you're going to go down the right you Mm -hmm. see right and you're going to see um, like seven rows of Time magazines from the nineteen mm. fifties that were mm-hmm. in a box in yes. my mom's attic. They're from nineteen fifty one. Right wow. in my in a box in my mom's attic, and I'm looking at the uh, like a this couple years cool. ago. I'm like, yeah. why? why? The, these why? are beautiful fucking covers. Yeah, and they're yeah illustrations. They're so I went out and I and I figured out how to make little shelves. Mm-hmm. I went to Home Depot and the sliding aluminum thing that you put the shitty storm windows wow. in. Wow! I cut those. I bought a hacksaw. I bought a fucking Look thing. Look at you. Yeah, you know what? You know what? But you know, you're just that's the illustration of what I believe one four should be about for everyone. One what? One, one four. four. She's it's already 14, started. 2014. Yes. You know what? Yes. One day you're gonna grow up. Yes. One day. One day. And you know what that is? I believe everybody should do jump the fuck in. Right. Just jump, jump in. in dude. Jump in there. Jump, jump in there. I don't know how to do. Do, do I know do how to do that? No. no. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get on the internet. Right. Because somebody's figured it out. Right. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Dude, we. That's yeah. our our philosophy. Is there's a pamphlet somewhere. Yes. Okay. Now I will say there's one lesson we've learned that we should pass on. And nobody else has to learn. Do not attempt to give yourself a chemical peel at home from the don't internet. Don't do, do it. it. Don't we do did it. that, and what we learned is <laughs> don't do that. Because they will send you they the acid in a little bottle. They will send and then you. it will send you water in a little bottle. And guess what? Don't the acid bottle bottles. and the water bottle the are same. not marked, and they're the same. They're the same. <laughs> they're the what same. I learned the hard way. <laughs> 
number one. Although I was a very good chem student. It's one of those weird subjects that I was just could do. Um, dilution is very important. Yes. <laughs> With acid. Yes, acid. Really, you cannot underestimate the importance of dilution. You need to know your pH level. Then <laughs> you should mark bottles. Because yes. when you put pure acid on something, yes. it, it is very uncomfortable. It's not good. It's- <laughs> I don't know what made us do it either. When you know I what? Back you know what it, it is? It's it is so stupid. It's a level of feeling confident in yourself. This is where I go, sometimes maybe we do need a third member. Yes. Because hopefully that person would be like, no. We're Back not. away from the acid. Back away from the acid. And then she tried to candle my ears once. And... I don't think that doesn't work at all. No, it did not work. She, was she blew it water. out, and it went all over the place, and my hair was on fire, and it was just like, and I was like, why do we keep doing these things? It was so, like, you know what? We need somebody who you knows, know no, ladies. You know no, what? No, you cannot. It's okay. It's okay. You can't use real acid. Okay, that was bad. I don't even think that acid was on, on your face for, like, 10, 10 seconds. seconds. Not no. even a second. No. She was like, stop! <laughs> Make it make it so that had her. It was awful. It was awful. I don't know what you're thinking. Crocodile. Oh, dude. That's another thing where you go, what? Like, if you when you read off the ingredients, yes. yeah, and the ingredients are like all industrial shit. Yes. Yeah. This yes. is the problem. Well, the, so far, every time I read an interview or where somebody's talking about the crocodile, they used it. They claim to have thought it was heroin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, they're like, that's their claim. I didn't intend to buy Crocodile. I was told it was heroin. Right. I don't know if I believe that. But then all of a sudden you start to rot from the inside and your your fingers fall off. This woman, um, not to be graphic, uh, but I will be, uh, shot it in her vagina. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. This is where That's we, a problem. This is where Frangela, this is where Idiot of the Week podcast, this is where we step in and, and we lose that thing called empathy. Yes. Our rule is if you don't know how to handle your private parts, your happy man times or your happy lady times, you don't deserve them. You don't. We are not replacing that. <laughs> okay? Do not shoot things into your coochie tongue. Don't shoot things. You can insert shit in there. Yes. yes. But, but no, not, nothing shoot. hot. Right. No, <laughs> hot. No, no, no acids. No, no acids. No acids. Nothing in fact, hot. I'm going to say hot. generally outside of a lab, if you're not an actual scientist, you, there's just no reason for you to have this acid. This is the problem. About <laughs> Any kind of acid. Yes. Period. And this I mean like Bernie Bernie acid. I got it. An orifice is an orifice. Thusly, it is porous. It's part of your body. I don't know why right. people don't you get gotta this. Re- you got to remember that. Right. Like the woman tried to poison her husband by putting poison on her vagina and then having him go down on her. I'm not making this up. Yes. I'm not making this up. It's so, it's so. She gets sick. She she gets poisoned. She's starting to die. It's what they say about her That's what I'm saying. If you're going to dig a hole for somebody else, you might as well dig too. So she starts dying. So this kind, lovely man who, first of all, goes down on command, which I don't understand what was wrong with this relationship. Right, right. Look, she's basically like, go down on me and he does. Yes. So. Wait, 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 wait. Why is that a problem? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why was she she trying to kill this man? He seems like he's a pretty good husband. Then he also, he took her to the emergency room. He like saves her life because she's an idiot who poisoned her own vagina. But um, I I have have somebody who's in my life right now who's um, having trouble with, uh, that is enabling her boyfriend. Um, you know, and it's just a, it's a it's a series of enabling, of drinking yeah. and enabling and enabling and yeah. enabling. And but, you know, so she's not the idiot. No, he's I, the idiot yeah. because he's allowed her into his, he's allowed her into his life. Yeah, it's really hard, and I you know I we what is really to deal with like addiction and other people's stuff and in that way like we at second I think Second City and and this I was environment about to say that too. we've I think we've all been around a lot of you know 
people having alcoholism and drug issues. And it's a big part of our community dealing with it. I don't think we always deal with it very well. Like I think in general, like even recently, I feel like there are people that we all know need help and we keep going to their birthday parties and watching them get wasted. You know, and there's stuff like that where I get, I get mad at myself and I'm not, maybe I'm not close to this person or whatever, but like we see these things happen around us and we, but what I know and from my family and other people I know who've been addicts, I mean, I've been, I can't tell you how many meetings I've been to with people, Mm -hmm. you know, I know a meeting. You know, and I can tell you what what somebody's drug of choice is, what their gateway is, all of that. It is really hard to say, to realize that the only way you can help somebody is to stop being there sometimes. Like, you've got to get away from them. That's what, that's what, that's what, it sucks. You've got to let this person bottom out. You've got to let let this enabler bottom out. Mm -hmm. I was speaking to Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, on a podcast, I went. I was in Chicago, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. and I talked to him. And he was talking about how much they kept, like Dell would drink. Del oh, would, yes. would do this, and Dell would do that, and Dell would do that, and Dell would. And do Joyce that. would come, go back to the house, and pick and him. Burning that, a bail and, but, but then, and that was, you know, and this is the thing. It's like what's interesting about that when you hear about the things that Joyce did, then Joyce, Joyce Sloan. Sloan, for him, and then you realize what Sharna did. It's like he got, he was blessed in the fact that he got people to come in his life and continuously take care of him, you know, in those Mm -hmm. ways and recognize his brilliance in all those wonderful ways. uh, And, and really we refuse to let this person go down the drain. And that's why I said, I said to Sheldon, I said, why did you guys keep doing this for him? And they said, he's brilliant. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. But it goes back to when do you go fucking drown it you know yeah you, i want you to get to a point where you're coughing up someone else's vomit in your mouth like yeah that point where it's like what are you doing with somebody else's vomit in your mouth you yeah. gotta fucking bottom it out because yeah. Yeah. all those people and he was and sean was i was saying who paid for that yeah, yeah. and he said bernie paid for it yeah yep. second city paid for yeah it. we all paid we, we yeah. all paid yes. well what i'm saying yeah. is financially yeah. Paid. yes yes yeah. oh know, yeah like literally paid for him yeah. at the hospital to yes. be dealt with in the yeah yeah and and i i feel like the hardest thing is to is to back away from a situation or from an apartment or from mm-hmm. a car or from a human, from mm-hmm. your mom, from your to go, I'm done with you. Yeah. I am done. I'm, I'm no I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh. I've just entered a different relationship okay. with you. Yes. Do you the understand? Yes. Yes. And th- that moment everything must never, evolve. The moment that I enter into a relationship with you, it can never be done. It could just be changed. Yeah. I, you were, I was listening this while, I forget how long ago, when Nia, when you were talking to Nia uh-huh. and you guys were talking about sometimes you get, there's some friendships that just, they run their course. Right. And I love what I always, I totally, I love what you said about relationships because when people say, whenever I hear somebody say my, uh, this didn't work out, this boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, whatever, it didn't work out. I go, no, it worked out the way it worked out. Yes. That's. You know what I mean? Like that's what was going. To, that's how that. Course. That was that relationship. It that's ran its course. So that's and I and I totally agree with that. And yeah. I think that it is. We call it the people pumice. Yeah. That every once in a while you got to pull out that people pumice, and you for their good, for your good, for whatever good, you have to go. You know what? The rules of this situation have to change. Right. Yeah. When you see somebody or see their name or or see a picture of them and your stomach goes, yeah, yeah. you go, maybe this needs to be changed. Yeah. Well, if every moment feels like an op, this is for me, and this Francis will tell you, I have a problem with collecting white girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. She's and an addiction. It's an addiction. I, it's an addiction. I, and I can admit that now. I have a problem with thinking I can fix people's lives, particularly young ladies who are down and out or they've been abused or they have a bad self-image. And low self- There's nothing I love more than a girl crying in a bathroom. At the, at some 
something in me, I don't know if it's an inner mammy, I don't know what it is, I'm not a sociologist or a psychiatrist, but I feel like I can intervene. And then I get in these situations with people and it happens, it's so often that last year, like I've really made an attempt to stop doing this, (laughs) you know? Because I really only have one success story. Uh, no, they get they feel love. They get they get their lives and but I can't fix people. Is it, but the you know, interesting I, thing I actually is can't. that you I was this, as you're telling the story, I'm thinking to myself, how do we get to that point where we go, we've had it we've had enough I can tell you exactly. Oh she goes. But, I'm, 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 but uh, hold that thought yes. because <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's about you being present to yes. I'm doing this again. Because mm-hmm. it's when you're not present to it that you're doing it again, oh, that yeah. you get caught into it. So yes. Right. Yeah. I can tell you, you know, as people, this is number one, I can say this as both of us have taught and directed and we've had a lot of people flow in and out of our, we're like porous yeah. at this yeah. point. Like yes. the mouth and the orifice. Yes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And so we're eating them, we're digesting them. And you know, and you know how much energy you put out with people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you start collecting people and people start coming up and they're like, can you do this for me? Could you refer me to this? Can that, that, that. I, I got to a point where I said, I'm done. I got to take care of me. I got to take care of I, me. I, I cannot. She put years ago got Years there. ago. I said, I'm done. I have I'm one, done. the last white girl who came on through, I can say her name. She's not Second City. Tammy, mm-hmm. um, she's nobody, you know, nobody would, but you mentioned Tammy to any of my close friends and everybody goes, oh, Tammy. Because I moved her in. Because, you know, you do get to this place where like, you know, you've known people a really long time, mm-hmm. whether how well you've known them or not, we're in this community together. We've known each other a really long time. Right. And there's something we always say. People don't go away. They don't go away. No. And that's the thing. A lot of people took, it took a lot of time for people to, to figure, figure this figure out. That out. But yeah. I think yeah. people have figured it out. If you stay in this industry, in terms of Second City, right. if you're going to continue to pursue acting or writing or producing in any way, even in Chicago, you know, even not in LA or New York, you are going to run into, hear about, and continually be involved with these people. Right. So, right. so whatever may have gone down 15 years ago, either let it go, no. you <laughs> or, let it go. or figure out how you're going to deal with each other because yeah. you will be in each other's world. How many meetings have you been in and had somebody's name brought up who you may have had some feelings about? Right. You yeah. know, right. the reality and, and, is... And I, have that person go who you're having the meeting with and they go, aren't they fabulous? And you go, you're like, your yes. mouth dries yes. up. And we can't wait to get out of there. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Right. Yes. But this is the thing, they are amazing talent. And this is the thing, I have hired people who I we I didn't really like each other, I think. But this we always respected each other. Mm-hmm. And every they're talented, intelligent, uh, you know, really creative people that I have no trouble working with. Right. You yeah. know? And but I think that I'm as I look back at people, I can see I've had people and you have too apologize mm-hmm. for things that they did. Really, like twenty years ago. Did yeah. you remember that they did it? Oh yeah, they oh, were yes. bad things. I had somebody apologize <laughs> to me and say, "I kept you off the stage." Yeah, yeah, that's a hard one because if you don't, uh-huh. those of you who don't know but, anything about something, and, and, and they literally said, "Getting I'm on sorry stage was hard. It's a really hard thing." And um, to have somebody admit that they that they stymied, like they, they literally said, "Don't hire this person." Like that's that's a hard one. And, and then you look at that and you go, "How different would my life be?" And don't even enter. It no, doesn't because it worked out the way it worked out, you know, and the way in nothing. This is the, I always say as my one of my favorite country groups, Rascal Flats, bless the broken road. 
You know, right. like this is I, any other you can't I don't understand envy because in order to have what somebody else has, you have to go through what they went through. And I like me. And I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Colbert. You want Colbert's career? Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you got to talk about his his dad and two of his brothers being killed in a plane crash. Right. You have to be him. You have to exactly. be him. He's an amazing man. And you cannot right. be him. That's right. And, and, and it goes back to the idea of there are no mistakes. That's there right. There are no mistakes. That's right. And bless the broken road. Just bless the broken road. But, Bless, bless the broken road because there is no such thing yeah. as a broken road. Right. Now watch this movie, Philomena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but uh, I've heard it's wonderful. It's, it's really, really great. And um, there's a line in it. Part of it is, look at what this person's life is, even though they're not in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. They would not have had the success if I, yeah. if shit didn't yes. turn out this way. And I'm being vague because, you know, I don't yeah. want to spoil it, but anybody knows who right. said it. But it's one of those things where you go, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Shit yeah. happens for, I don't oh, know yes. this. And it goes yeah. back to this. I don't know if shit happens for a reason or we make a reason for shit to happen. Right. right. Or we look at it and go, that happened, and now I'm doing this. Now, yeah, I'm going to apply this reasoning to that. Right. But, right. Mm-hmm. right. Right. You don't know, and you just have no idea. Like, uh, you know, my start at Second City, like, I, <laughs> my big first sort of intro to the community was me having a, a fight with uh, somebody while he was on stage at ETC. And it was like... And then cut to now, you're probably gonna... We're friends. We're friends. You know? And you know? I mean, it was a long time ago, but it was like, I was 22, just got hired, really thrilled beyond belief. And then I ended up in this sort of like fight, yeah. you know, in front of an audience with, it was crazy. But, and I, I can't, for life me, you wouldn't, you couldn't have told me then that this person would be somebody I care about, that we'd be friends, but life is long. You know, life is and, long. and life short is not and all short. of that. No, you know? Shit doesn't end. And, no. and, and these relationships are important and they're a right. part of our lives. And so for me, there's like, I have, you know, uh, I was in a cast with Jack McBrayer for a couple of years and he, you know, he was having a party or something. And he wrote to me, he's like, is there anybody that you don't like to be around? And I was like, well, Rush Limbaugh. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could make, I was like, no, because dude, it was 20 years ago, right. like yeah. or 15 or 10 or whatever. Yeah. And what we were all it wasn't just it was that long ago I was also a kid like I look back when I look at a 26 year old now they seem like a child I know I yeah know, I know I'm gonna forgive know. that 26 year old Angela who didn't who did something wrong and I'm gonna forgive the 26 year old Ali and I'm gonna forgive the 26 year old you know whoever else I'm just forgiving them all there's a book yeah that I read that was uh, uh, women writing notes to their younger selves oh yeah mm. I, you know what I've always done that to myself always and in fact what I do often when I when I look in a mirror at myself, I try to go back to a moment, always, where I remember having a problem or feeling frightened, and I go back to that self, that earlier self, and I always say, it's going to be okay. Right. It's right. going to be okay. And then, and, and you know what? And there have been moments in my life where I've been stressed about something, and a sense of calm comes over me, right. and I just like to think that that's me coming back to me. In that moment, yeah, being that's like, "That's me telling you it's gonna be okay." <laughs> <laughs> that's me going, "It's gonna be okay." Because this is the thing. I mean, this is my other half. Right. If nothing, you know, I can say Second City brought me my other half. Yeah. Right. You know, and right. taught me how to write, and I all these amazing, all, all these amazing things. Right. You know, um, but I look at it's like, yeah, dude. We always say it all the time. It's like, if we were on Lost, we would have been talking for like three years, and then eventually been like. Oh my God! Have we even talked about the plane crash yet? Oh my God! How you, that weird was, crazy, was that? Shit? Girl. How crazy was that? Did you watch the show? Oh yeah. yes. Oh yeah. Yes. 
I, I watched it. Yeah. I was obsessed about it. We yes. were, and they, 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 we were too. And, and at, we we were obsessed about ago, TV. I don't know what the fuck happened, but it doesn't matter. You don't matter. I, really I, liked the ride. I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ride. Yeah, and, and I, you know, that, I was I watching it. somebody. Oh, uh, Jen Winters, and Jen Winters said, um, "Fuck that show." I totally understand. You get to have your feelings. Yes, feel your feelings. There are certain movies and shit that I'll look at and I go, "Are you?" Oh, oh, August Osage County. I Which just saw it. I, mean, she hasn't watched I it yet. loved it. I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. It's, I think it's, I would like to see it as a play. As seen, a, you know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. Really? No, it's a play. The Wiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. Anyway, the Wiz is amazing. Not The Wiz of Oz. God damn it. I fucked the joke up. So anyway. Um, <laughs> and, 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 so did you, you did you read the review in the no. LA Times? No. Um, uh, August Osage no. County? Did you read the review of... Uh, I almost never read reviews. Oh, I know. So. I, I try not I, to. I'm going to read you a little blurb. It's just a blurb. Because I thought, I will say, interestingly, I know I don't want to, Frances hasn't seen it yet. I have not seen but it. But I will say it's the first film, it's, of course, Meryl Streep is always amazing. She's amazing, amazing, amazing. But I, did, I felt like I sensed her discomfort for in the first time. In a good way or in a bad way? Not, I thought in a You don't normally see her discomfort. You don't see her discomfort. And I thought it was interesting. I thought it worked for the character. But I did see Meryl Streep, I felt like, a few times. Okay, listen. You this know? Is what, this is the review. And it's a mini review, like the Sunday from the Sunday mm-hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. Despite a pedigree that includes five Tonys and a Pulitzer Prize and a cast gifted a cast of gifted actors, August Osage County does nothing but disappoint. All what? the talent involved simply underlines how uninvolving un, and how uninvolved un, how un uninvolving this material is. Mm. And and did they go to the movie or did they just like get popcorn and like? I they just didn't like the material. Oh my god! I fucking I've it's seen over that. The I've top. seen it three times. When I told, when I, t- I was telling Have you seen it? No, I had the, I gave I'm it to you. It. I had the screener, but like yeah. I was like, here's the deal: be in a good mood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and understand that if you have um, family situations. You're gonna you're gonna have feelings at the end That's of it throughout exactly this movie, yeah. and maybe this person is afraid of their family. When I re- that review says to me, somebody doesn't want to deal with their issues, oh, yeah. because you cannot call that movie boring or um, that it doesn't deliver. Or, it or delivers, and and yeah. the cast is fucking superb. I mean, you yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. I know I didn't know my girl could get mad. You know wow. I love me my Julia There's Roberts. The, I, when she, I saw the play. That part where she goes, that where she, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. At, ended the second act in a way, in a play. Ended the second act. I've talked about this before. Ended the second act in a way where you go, "What the fuck? It's a three act play." Yeah, and you're and like, the the I would be act, terrified. Like, fucking what the fuck? Amy Morton did it, and you go, "What the fuck?" Now, love that movie. Mm-hmm. Saw Lee Daniels, the Butler. Haven't uh-huh. watched it. Fuck that movie. Ooh. Look at you. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you the truth. I have not watched any of the black films for the last year. I haven't seen 42. I haven't seen The Butler. And I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave yet. Yeah, you I know haven't why? been in a good mood. You know why? Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> About we race like relations. <laughs> we like white people. And we have to. We have to. We're, they're in our lives. We're you big know? supporters. As we're you know, supporters. we have lots we're of fans. white friends. We're fans of white people. So sometimes, like, watching a difficult black movie will put you out for a couple days. Like, I watched you know? Rosewood, and I had problems. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah. It's about a, it's a, based on, you know, there were a black town that got, basically, the whole town got lynched um, after Reconstruction, and in, like, in the early part of the 1900s. And it's one of those films where you walk out of it with an immense amount of anger. Right. Where, as, which I juxtapose to um, Django Unchained, which for me... Yeah. Was like I, I'm a, like a release. Right. Yeah. I uh, like we. Wonderful. Oh my god. Exactly. Same thing. I think that Quentin exactly. Tarantino is trying to rewrite history the way we all wish it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I love him yeah. for it because yeah. I was 
Eli Roth, who I would not have thought I would be impressed by him as an actor, right. yeah. the scene where he's gunning down every. I, I start weeping uncontrollably because I'm like, why couldn't this have happened? Did you yeah. watch? Why couldn't this have happened? I love it. That that epiphany. That that epiphany. Did you watch? Do you watch uh, Boardwalk Empire at all? Francis, I don't. You Francis know, I watched. Watch I started they watching. They that. lost me like around episode eight. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get okay, back fine. into it. Don't. If you don't dig it, then fuck that okay. shot. There's this. No one's heard me talk about. But there's something called Fuck That Book Club. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. You're not thinking about finish. Fuck, fuck that. that. Not, I am not that person. She's bad at that. I am not She'll that person. She'll keep reading a bad book. To. I don't know why. I have to. That's why I'm saying, like, there's Fuck That Book Club, but we've also talked about that Fuck That Friend Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fuck That TV Series Club. Yeah. For me, it was The Wire. I love The Wire. Three episodes I loved it. And why would I force myself to? But I'm gonna tell you, I think it's one of the best TV shows, if not the best ever That's made. Ever. And I haven't even that last. Did you ever watch Homicide? It was devastating. No. Okay. What about? Did you like? Um, what's the call with the funeral family on oh, HBO? Oh yeah, sixteen hundred. I thought that was one of the best loved finales it. of all. Loved that was a great finale. Loved it. Loved that episode. It. it still. It still gets me to oh, think man. about right. it. Right. Right. Like I. It's just amazing. So yeah, I can't. That review sounds bullshitty to me. That sounds and, like and somebody New who has some Times. issues. Same yeah. fucking review. That, that, yeah. You cannot say that about that movie. You no. can say you don't. Maybe you don't like the, some of the performances. Yeah. Right. I question what's his name, Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is not my favorite casting no. choice. Uh-huh. Right, right. They had two British guys in that. And I don't. Um, and it, 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 well, I, I don't love. Think you, I don't think you like Cumberbatch. I don't. I'm not a big fan of his work. I can yeah. say at this point. I don't hate him. And I have a thing for Owen. I love him. <laughs> and um, he's actually somebody I've embarrassed myself in front of. Uh-huh. Because I got giddy and weird. Francis had to stop it. We were interviewing him on the red carpet. At like the IFC thing. Yeah. The awards. Independent Awards. And um, he, he seems really he nice. He was really he's nice. Because really he stopped to talk to us. Nice. And he was trying to get Nicole Kidman to talk to us and stuff. So we're like, we're talking to him. and But we, the camera hadn't cut to us yet. So we're just sort of talking. And I'm doing everything I can not to lose my shit, right? Because I am totally in love with him uh-huh. and love his work. And when I tell you, I watch Moulin Rouge every week. So, and Star Wars. And, uh, like, I'm a huge dorky fan. Well, there was that, so, what was that one he did with Christopher Plummer? That's, um, oh, um. Single song. Yes, yes, yes. yes I yes, adore the, the father. It. Yes, yeah, and that's so, the, yes. So I'm sitting there, and I've been really good for, like, three or four minutes. And, so, right. and then I'm like, um, this girl says, this other reporter woman, she's like, would you sing for us? And I literally scream at her. Like this, in total anger. His voice isn't warmed up. He could hurt it. I said, no, like, it was I, I crazy. Was like, it was crazy. He, he jumped back and he went, yeah, that's true. My voice is he was, I was like, like, I was like, yeah, and I told him, I was like, you can go on. No, and then I went, Francis goes, she really likes Moulin Rouge. I was like, I really did like Moulin Rouge. And I, and I also am a really big fan. You know, you playing, oh, I was so close to saying Obi-Wan before Francis got him out of there. She's yes. like, okay, you know what? Um, We're going to move, because I was yes. this far no. from, an, oh, from Obi-Wan. No. Like, this, this will not go down no, 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 like no, no, this. It was so bad. You he looked at me like, you would have thought it was my baby, and somebody was trying to take him. I was like, it's, his voice. There's something about, there's something about, like, meeting Meeting people outside, mm-hmm. celebrity. Yeah. There's something about celebrity. I mean, yeah. we know so many people yes. that we just go, oh, you're you're a you're person. Right. You're just a person. Right. It's still cool. But, you know, it's just it still hurts when, like, what's his name, Al Roker, meanest person ever. America's weatherman is an asshole. Yeah, he was mean. To he was us. mean. He was openly hostile and mean. Yeah. And that's why I have no problem saying it <laughs> openly. Yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> you know, like I, uh, shitty no. is awful. I, and then, but somebody like Meryl Streep. 
we got to perform at Radio City Music Hall. Total one of those fluke things. Half the gigs we get are because some, like the PA or the assistant, they're in a room and they're like, we need something funny. This isn't just like three to five minutes. And then somebody will be like, how about Angela? So somehow we end up on this, uh, it was for the National Women's History Museum. It was like an awards show and a... um, you know, a fundraiser. Get, yeah. It was at Radio City Music Hall. Radio City Music Hall. Right. Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. We Radio get to City perform Music. on stage. So we're already in, we're like, we're, yes. giddy. we're in giddy heaven. And we're opening the show. And then we have a bit, we this bit we wrote, which is hysterical, I think hysterical and smart and all that. And so, and it's Gwyneth Paltrow. It's all these big stars, all these huge people. Yeah. And Meryl Streep is like their biggest donor and a huge supporter. And we, when you want, and I watch the tape, whenever I'm having a bad day, I like to watch the tape of it. I remember. Um, or I watch it at the CX Chicago Improv Festival, because it makes, I'm, I can hear Meryl Streep laughing. And when we came off stage, she just took us both in her arms and she was crying and laughing. And I was I'm like, I can, us. we're on Radio City Music Hall stage being hugged by Meryl Streep. I can die now. Yes. Who's <laughs> like, you die. are fabulous. You are incredible. I want to bring you everywhere. I want to bring you I everywhere. I can die now. Yes. <laughs> Second City Studio oh. grabs me and says, you are a wonderful actor. How, isn't that amazing? You go, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, yeah. that's I want to go back to Meryl Streep, Radio City fucking music. Dude, yes. everybody in the right. So, but here's another thing. Oprah. Yes. Yeah. It's, we've, yeah, yeah. we've been on, yeah. yeah she did yeah. a cartoon. I want to yeah. say this, just going back to the, 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 the black thing. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, um, uh, Sad, uh, dusty black films. I can't right no, now. I no, can't. I'm just going, going, going to this. Um, Timmy, Tim Meadows, uh, who's a dear friend, mm-hmm. he was. He had a blog or something like that. We're talking about him being. He talked about him being black, and I'm right. like, oh. Right. right, he's black. He's black. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. You forget. You forget. Was you know why? Because. We, we all weren't. love each other. No, we got to be whatever we wanted to every single yeah. night on stage. And when you guys talk about it, I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It was such a, it's such a rarefied experience <laughs> yeah. to, get to, be, to get to be able whoever you want. That part of our job, improvising, we get to be whoever we want. Right. Yeah. I did Toronto for a year, Toronto uh-huh. Second City. And um, I remember I tried to do a joke where the joke was basically that I'm black and I walked in and it didn't work. Because culturally there, racism doesn't play out the same way. Right. You know, the, the issue there, at least in Toronto, if there is one, has to do with immigration. So it, it, they, they see they didn't get it. They were yeah. like, I don't understand. Right. And getting to be in a place where racism, this is, and I was at Second City, Detroit, where race is the issue. issue. That you cannot not. Well, Keegan and, uh, 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 and uh, Antoine, mm-hmm. we, did a, we did a scene there, and we talked about it before, we did a scene there called Two Black Hitlers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we combo plattered that, right. and it didn't go over. Because right, it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, this thing—you can't be in Detroit and not ref. You're in an audience of 300 white people who have all driven an average of anywhere from 40 to 80 miles to see this show. Maybe a few black people, right. and but and they are worried about their car the entire time. <laughs> They're there, you know. Like it's it's there. You have to address it. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's interesting, and when you're in Texas, you forget though. You just yeah. sort of forget you know yeah. and i mean i you don't but you do you, on right. stage. you forget you forget that that's you forget that that's an issue what, what do you mean? Well, no, 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 no. on stage you can be whoever you want oh, you're not you're stuck being right. or you're right. not just this person and also that it because there's we are a very rare group of people you know improvisers and people who have gone through this system this way so we have a different language and it's just different i mean there have been a times i've encountered obviously some 
uh, sexism, racism in the in the environment, but it gets dealt with different differently. Right. You know, it's not the same thing. I get I get bored of people talking about who it who it is that they are. Or there was a, there was a guy in one of my classes who is an eighty one year old man. I don't know if you met this Ed Greenberg is here. Oh yeah. So Ed is. He does my talking. Class. Okay, great. And he's eighty three. Mm. And I've talked. I think I've told this story before. He's eighty three. And when he came in, he was going, I'm the old guy here. Yeah. And he would just talk to me about it. And everybody called him Grandpa and mm-hmm. things, things like that. And then I would I would, you know, start to boost him right. up and he became a better right. improviser. And people stopped calling him Grandpa. Yeah. And right. suddenly he was the boss, the brother, the father, the Dude. husband. Absolutely. Like that sort of thing. Having nothing to do with anything other than his attitude right. about himself. Exactly. You know what? I can talk to about this from another angle. When I started improvising, we were 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And our teacher would say, then we would all play high school students or, you know, or being at high school in every scene. <laughs> now, after two years, it gets old. Right. Okay? Right. And he freaks out one day. Freaks out. Couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take it. He goes, listen, he goes, listen. There is more in this world, in this life. You need to be actors. You need to understand that you're different people, okay? He says, so you can be a truck driver. You can be a mom. You can be this. You can be that. So so the one thing is, is that coming up, it was never about me being black. It was always about me being young, you know, Mm -hmm. or being younger, you know? And so when you learn that, you you realize, oh, I just, I create my own reality. And it's also, you create... It's not just the way that you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's the way that you look at somebody else and you go, I'm gifting you to yes. be the doctor. Yes. Because yeah. when I was starting out, it wasn't it wasn't age, obviously. It was women are nuns and yes. nurses, girlfriend wife. And girlfriend <laughs> wife. And then suddenly yeah. when a scene comes in mm-hmm. and you go, um, my doctor's going to stop by in a moment. Mm-hmm. And a woman opens the door. Yes. You go, uh, right. Yes. And exactly. And suddenly a light goes off and you go, oh, Right. Yeah. Because we live in a world where anything can happen. And when I say we live in a world that anything can happen, what I mean is we live in a world. We create it. We create it. I'm not just talking about Second City. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about the world that we create that anything can fucking happen. And and when you say a PA will call up and go Mm -hmm. do that and go, and then it goes back to this in part one where what do you do for free because you don't know what the fucking magic little thing is going to be that's going to go there. But still. Well, you need to, and you have to value it. And that is actually how, remember once Andrew wanted me and somebody else, Andrew Alexander, wanted uh, me and David Pompey to uh, go to Toronto to do a a reading of some, of like a TV pilot. And I said, well, what are you paying me? He was like, don't I already pay you? I was like, let's review. You pay me to be on this stage. This is going someplace else. So he's... This is what I do love about Andrew. We're very playful. There's nothing about this this conversation that's hostile. Uh-huh. He's smile. We're both smiling and laughing. We're backstage, and David Pompey's looking at me like I'm crazy. And he goes, "Well, what do you think you should get paid?" And I forget what I said. Mm. I probably said like 150 bucks or something like that, 200 <laughs> bucks, which was huge for us, right? right. Um, and I was like, and he was like, really? I said, "Look, we're not going without it, dude." And then he he was like, "You don't mean that." I go, "Let me explain our relationship, Andrew. I come here because you pay me. If you don't pay me, boo, I'm not coming." Right. <laughs> Yeah. And he laughed and he paid us. And David was like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, because he, dude, it's yes. a, it, this, it's a family when it's check day and a business when it's, yeah, <laughs> when they don't want to pay so you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, this is what we do. And yeah. his, and, and so <laughs> like, you, that experience was, that was, who was that for? Mm-hmm. That yes. was for Pompeii. Yeah. That experience was for Pompeii, mm-hmm. only for Pompeii. Because you knew it. And yeah. David My mother hopefully me walked away from that and went, oh. Wait a minute. Not only did she know it, but Andrew knew better. 
Absolutely. He knew, and he smiled. Yeah. And he knew. <laughs> because he knows that if you didn't get paid, you wouldn't be there at that moment. And, it was, yeah. and I'm going to tell you, like, he, like, over the years, like, it's, when I moved, like, I went, I left Second City of Detroit, and then there was an incident, and I needed to go back. And because the person who replaced me had to go away for a while. And so they asked me to come back. And when I came back, we, I had a contract. Obviously, you know, you have a contract. But my mom's a lawyer, and she made a rider, you know. And one of the things was, I will get to go to another stage. You will make every effort possible for me to go to another stage um, in Toronto or Chicago and? if there's an opening. And so and I remember they offered when the, there was an opening, and the person in Toronto wanted me. And so I was going to go, but then the first thing that they said was, hey, so you can go be in the Toronto cast at the Fire Hall. This was like, I was in the last show at the right. Fire Hall. Um, but we're not going to help you move. We're not going to pay for any of that. And so my mother was like, you can't accept that. They have to help you move. That's a big move. And they have yeah. to put you someplace for a few weeks till you find a place, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said no. And I remember Josh Funk looking at me like I was insane. Like he was sitting next to me in Second City of Detroit. And he was like, you said no to that? I was like you don't understand my family. I can't, my mother, I can't go home to my mother and say yes to this. This is, for, in my family, this is tantamount to me stat killing someone. Yeah. Accepting, not being treated correctly, yeah. it's a big problem in my house. So I, and they came back and he's like, of course we're going to pay for all that. I don't know why they said, whoever it was who said no said no. Right. You know, like right. it was, it was stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? And Josh couldn't, but he couldn't believe it. I was like, you don't, there is, you have You can to, negotiate. You had, you know, he's like, but our contract goes, that's just, you can add things to that. If you don't ask <laughs> like, for what you want, you won't you're get not going to get in it. In fact, what And they can things? love you. It's not, you don't have to, they love you and respect, they're still going to do that. We, we're talking about writing a book saying, called, say what the fuck you mean. Ask for what you want. And ask for what you want. Yeah. Just say, say it. What the fuck ask, you mean. Ask for what ask, you want and say what the fuck you mean. Right. Don't let none of this blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. 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 Let's no. cut it down. Let's right. get it right. And stop saying things like like sort of kind of somewhat right. a little bit. Fun you know for what? me. Yes. <laughs> All that shit. Because what it does is it, it, it doesn't allow you to feel no. that feeling of you going, that's what the fuck I want. Yes. Exactly. We all chose this. Yes. It's very empowering to be able to be like, we all chose Chose this. Right. Chose to be in this, this relationship moment. to do this project. God. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you don't, if you're not willing, if you do this, oh, I just thought maybe you could sort of on the side, right. on the slide, then nobody's choosing anything. And, and also what you're telling me, you're telling me how to feel about your project. Right. You're telling mm. me, you're telling not me that it. when I walk in and by the week two, I feel kind of shitty about writing on your show because you're treating me in a shitty way right. or you're you know you're not paying people or you're not doing this or you're not doing that you're teaching me that and i don't and i'm gonna tell you something i don't i'm an adult i don't need to be i'm not an intern right i'm not learning right i do hate the way they treat in me. that way i'm also a professional that's mm -hmm. right and you hired me for this yes. yes that's why you hired me you did not and that's why you hired me yeah. No, yeah, you period. didn't go into a Ralph's and go, you two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like, no, you specifically wanted. You called me. And maybe there's you some people. I'm not saying I was your first and choice. That also has to do with me, too. Yeah. To realize that I'm in this situation not because I was standing in Ralph's and you went here. Because mm -hmm. you're I good. You know what you're doing. Right. You're and worth what, it. You talk about envy. You said you said that's why you have no, no need I don't for understand envy. It. Yeah. The same thing that I feel about regret. Mm -hmm. That same thing where you go, you know what? I, where you say, oh, I really wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Yes. You know what? While you were setting yourself up for that action, everything that predicated that mm -hmm. movement right there, you weren't retarded. Yep. Right. You weren't drugged. 
You were doing choices. this because you that move made sense, and then that move made sense, and then that move right. made sense, and then you did that. Did the best you could, and yeah. it, sometimes things don't work out exactly the way you want, yeah. but you're you making choices. Work out exactly you're way making you choices. Not for That's anybody. No. Not for anybody. But all these amazing moments, like you wouldn't, I wouldn't give that, like if, if I had to give up the Meryl Streep moment to have been whatever, I don't want to give up that moment. You know, I don't like, want to give up shitty little moments. Either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like any, like there's some stuff that like, uh, that's just, it's hysterical. I mean, we had like the worst night not that long ago. Like we had to drive to Lancaster. Where was it? Yeah, Lancaster. Lancaster <laughs> to do a college show, but we were working all day on the game show that we were writing for. So we left there. It was like a four-show day at the game show. Yeah. So we left there, and there was horrible traffic, and it was we were racing the whole way because if you don't make it to the NACA show, if you're late, if you're yeah, they cut you. Yeah, you have and to you're make out it all to, that money. You have to make you have to make it to the sound check. We had already gotten them to move the sound check down even. Yeah, right? up, so, up to six p.m. You know, because they'd had it earlier in the day. So. Yeah. So we're rushing, and I am driving. Francis is an old person driver. Not, I'm sorry, old people, mm. but she is. She can't. So I was like, I need you to cover your eyes for the next 20 minutes because what I'm going to do is going to be extremely It was pole dangerous. position. It was it. going to be dangerous. <laughs> so we get there, literally within seconds, Francis jumps out of the car, falls flat on her face. Yes. Scraped up all over the place. Yes. Breaks my iPhone, which she had in her hand, yes. and has glass all over herself. Yeah. And, and, and it was like, and then we, we do the show. Everything's great. I, we clean her up. I jump up. And I run in while she parks. Because I was like, we gotta we're, get there. Going we gotta get to make, we're going to make this sound. We do the show. Then on the way home, they closed the freeway. <laughs> so with no, and it was like detour, but then no more signs. You got off the highway and both of our, my phone's dead, right? Her phone is out of battery juice. We have no GPS in the car. And this is a place where there are no businesses. Nothing's open. Everything's dark. And there's we can't get on the freeway. Yes. And we drove around for what, three hours? Yes. It was, it was like the worst, but we, there was a moment where I almost cracked, where we, we got off the freeway, we got directions for somebody, and the directions put us back behind the barrier again. And I couldn't believe it when I realized that I was we like- We started screaming. We started screaming. Is this the five? It was the ten. the ten. The ten. And it was like, literally, I was like, wait a minute, this looks like we're back behind the, where the freeway ends again. That can't be. That can't be. We drove, we drove for an hour and a half, and we didn't go in a circle. How can that be? And because, then, because it was because I had started this bit. The first time I said, we're in a town called Francis Quito was a street. And I was like, and this is how we keep you. We keep you because you drive around, you drive around and you can't get out. You can't get out. She made it as a joke and it ended up being real. So like it's one of those towns where no business has a real name. They just tell you what it is. So it's like um, shoes. Right. Restaurant, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like they, don't, they don't even bother naming shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fitness. They're like checks, cash. That's yeah. that. It's that's Francis yeah. Keto. Yeah, Francis okay, Keto. and it's all closed. You know, so it was awful, and we were laughing because I just thought, you know, there's no place I'd rather be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no place that you can be. You yeah. know, here we are. Yeah, I'm yeah. with my best friend, and this is the worst. It's the worst. Hilarious. She's bleeding. It's oh, just yes. a mess. I, I, and, <laughs> and, and so many people, uh, where you read on Facebook, where people say, I hate this, this, and I hate that, this, mm. and you hate this, this, and you go, You're missing out. It's yeah. hilarious. And how many people do we know also? Here's another thing where we know some people who have, who are, who have unbelievable. Health issues. Yes. Yeah. Serious, serious, serious. A, a woman in, mm-hmm. you know, unbelievable fucking health yeah. issues. Yeah. And who has a kid and just got married and the mm-hmm. lovely shit that's going on in her life. And you go, there's joy there. Yeah. Fucking joy there. Yes. There's joy there and there's joy there because she lets there be fucking yep. joy. Yep. You gotta yep. enjoy it. I mean, we, are, we always say, like, if we were ever, like, kidnapped by terrorists, 
and they were about to behead us, then we'd laugh. We'd be laughing. And we'd yeah. be like, can you fucking believe we're about to be beheaded? Oh, my God. <laughs> and oh, my God. Can, and I always, I I can, we always say this. It. If Angela got kidnapped, she'd be like, hold up. You've got to go we gotta to go pick up Francis. Pick up Francis. <laughs> Cause she's got to be in this trunk with me. So I I've got to tell like, I'm not gonna be able to remember everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we need to be buried in the same day. Okay, I'm gonna stop there because it can't get any better than that. Thank you guys so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Oh my god, that was so good. Today's episode was sponsored by GoDaddy. Thinking about starting a new website? GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code ADDcomedy at checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website, ADDcomedy.com. Hello, ADD Comedy Podcast listeners. Dave Rosowski here. First off, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And second off, if you've ever wanted to take a class with me but thought, gosh, I don't think I'll ever be around where David is, know that you can now take the virtual class at iActing. Just check our website out, and there's a link there. Click on that link, and that will set you up. you got to do a little hunting, but I think that it's well worth it. We'll hear you in your ears. Bye. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on ADD Comedy, you can visit our website at www.theaddcomedytour.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ADD Comedy Pod. If you're in the Los Angeles area and you're interested in taking a class with Dave, you can find that information at his website at www.davidrosowski.com. Sound services for the ADD Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Post Apocalyptic.